you know, a couple of years ago, I was speaking at a, at a political conference up in Ottawa and there's a bunch of politicians and staffers in the room. And there were some some of us journalists uh, on the platform. I think it was some from the Star and the McLean's and myself, uh, maybe someone else. And they were asking, what's the best way for, for politicians in the media to, you know, engage with each other and interact productively? And I said, well, you know, just keep lines of communication open. And if a journalist is new to a beat or if you're new to a post or cabinet position, let's just talk and, you know, have tea and coffee and learn that, uh, you know, the other person is a human being and not a monster. And, and hopefully that can get us off to a pretty good start. Well, politicians in Niagara region, I think, are doing it the wrong way, such as calling the police on people who are covering their council meeting, threatening for them to be charged with trespassing. Just a bizarre story that happened in December 2017 that uh, got Ontario's ombudsman looking into it. He has now released a report just today, Ombudsman Paul Dubé, saying that uh, the region's actions uh, constituted the type of conduct that courts have consistently found to be a violation of of charter rights. I, you're asking what happened, what's the story, and I, I am not going to do justice describing this, this this situation. I don't even understand how it ended like it did. Let's go to, to one of the two journalists who's who's in the center of this story and the whole reason why the Ombudsman looked into this. We're joined now by Bill Sawchuk, a reporter with the St. Catharines Standard. Good evening, Bill. Good evening. I'll try to give you kind of a reader's digest. Please. Quick version of that night. It was me and a blogger sitting at the media table. It's kind of a comment on the state of the media when there's only two people covering the meeting. But nonetheless, we're there. And the the blogger, he's an older gentleman. Uh, He goes to the washroom a lot. He had some trouble with hearing. So he records the meetings with a tape recorder that he, or, you know, or not a tape recorder, but it's a digital recorder that sits, you know, that he uses. He went up to go to the washroom during the meeting, which he does, you know, fairly regularly and they went in in camera so he couldn't get back in and get that tape recorder or the audio recorder and turn it off and, and just so folks so listening know in camera is is mean it, it doesn't mean what it sounds it means it's it's shut down and nobody who's not the council members can be in there they were getting legal advice which is you know and then they had their genuine reasons why a council would go into an in-camera session right. when they're getting advice from a from a client and it's that client attorney privilege and that's what was going on so he wasn't intentionally recording it. They found the, the they saw the the tape record the recorder on and running and got really upset that someone was you know had violated this. They they thought it was done intentionally and they never really asked the blogger you know what's going on here why why they just assumed the worst and they took his his stuff and my computer and my notes and all those things and locked them up and then they the blogger had left the building and i was left i thought i was going to be allowed to go back in i thought well okay they have a problem with this being recorded we'll straighten that out afterwards i'm going to do my story uh, and then i'll go back to the office and write it and we'll deal with this this other problem later but then they had the police there and they basically kind of frog marched me out of the building um they and they accused me of because I had left my computer in and on that I was recording the meeting, but that wasn't happening. Uh, the ombudsman's report makes fairly clear that that didn't happen. That you know they just they they messed up it. They you know they had a they just it was just confusion I guess. Uh, and and you know things went worse from there. That's just something you can't do. You can't take a reporter's uh, his tools of the of the trade, so to speak. I'm sure it happens to cameramen. 
you know, on for TV, you just you can't do that. And so things spiraled out of there. It is just a, a bizarre story. Bill, do you have any idea why they got so uh, theatrical, why they felt so kind of uh, getting their backs up? I mean, is, is there some scandal going on in Niagara region right now that, that you guys are covering? Is there something that, that y- y- you know, they're sensitive about? Well, we've been, I have colleagues like Grant LaFleche and Karina Walter. There's, we've been doing a bunch of stories that have been fairly critical of this council for a number of things they do. They, they, I think in some cases the, 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 the management, the, the administrative part of it ha- doesn't have a lot of experience running something as, as complex as a region. So there's some problems there. And there was also some problems with expenses. And, and we, there's been a bunch of stories, I, I, fair comment, that you know we're very critical of the of the of the council. So there's that kind of underlying uh, current of of kind of distrust and you know problems with the newspaper and with the politicians. So that had been going on. And originally that was my my fear was that this was just some kind of you know revenge for 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 the stories a series of stories that we had written you know in the preceding months. It turns out that that's not the case. That it was more just not knowing what they're doing and panic and uh, disorganization. So I, in some ways I almost felt a little better that it wasn't targeted. Nonetheless, it, it's not something you should do. And and I I, I just expected more from you know, kind of senior management and our senior politicians to kind of understand the charter and, and you know, kind of be able to apply it in the circumstance. Yeah, no kidding. Or just be more reasonable. As you said, you know, if they could have just said, hey, what is this taping? What's going on? Did you know? Oh, I went to the bathroom at the time. Didn't know it was a closed session. Sorry. And as per your laptop, no, it's sorry. It's just open. It's not recording. OK, I'll shut it now. I mean, it it just seems like it's a small group of people in the room. Why did they have to be so, uh, you know, iron fisted on it? You know, a lot of reporters had ended up in a situation, you know, maybe not exactly similar, but, you know, where you kind of come into conflict with people. And a lot of times it's just like you you talked about, you know, lack of communication. And that certainly was what broke down here. But they didn't ask. And the ombudsman's report makes very clear that, um, that, that they should have. So there's that whole aspect of, you know, that reporters are finding it harder and harder to do the job, that there seems to be kind of a war in the press. And this is just another kind of example. It's it's kind of seeped up from the south of the border, and you know it's it's here as well. I'm sure there's, you know, people at Global who've run into similar situations. We're joined now by Bill Sawchuk, St. Catherine Standard reporter, who is sort of one of the subjects of an Ontario Ombudsman report that has been released uh, today. The Ombudsman, Paul Dubé, uh, has called on the municipality to issue a public apology bill. I want to get your, your take on those findings. Do you, do you think there should be an apology? Will you accept an apology? And do you think that is enough or would you like to see more? Well, yes, number one, I would accept an apology. Number two, I think an apology is in order. And number three, I think the Ombudsman's report is very good. It's very uh, thorough. Uh, I think the recommendations are all things that will help, um, you know, counsel move forward and the, the media that has to cover them move forward. And I think if they're implemented in, you know, in good faith, uh, it, it would solve a lot of the problems. All right, Bill, thanks very much for joining us. We appreciate you coming on to talk about uh, this, this really important story. Thank you very much. All right, Bill Sawchuk, St. Catherine Standard reporter. I mean, what what an odd situation. They got two people covering it. 
mean, you'd think they'd be great for the publicity. One citizen blogger and, and, and then uh, Mr. Sawchuck with the St. Catherine Standard. Although, I don't know, maybe maybe they don't actually like this situation here. It felt like a lot of times you get tons of people covering Parliament Hill, tons of people covering Toronto City Council. But uh, I know there's a lot of folks who go, well, I would like uh, more coverage of what's going on in, in my community of Brampton, my community of Guelph, my community, you know, you name it. There's a lot of places where if you're not actually looking into what's going on there, you don't know what they're getting away with, with your money and with your liberties. And it's really, and, and hats hats off to Bill Sawcheck for sure. And hats off to this uh this citizen blogger who's perhaps realized there is a bit of a deficit of reporting going on in his community, really holding the people who, who have our money and, and make our laws to account.